How many of you are ready for the word? Awesome, awesome. Father, I pray that uh, even as I speak today, it would not be my words, but your words being communicated through my lips. And even as we've been doing this, this uh, series on knowing God's will, I just pray, Father, that uh, uh, every person has been able to come alive into knowing what, what in, in, in knowing what's that part that needs to be let go of, to submit and give completely into your hands, knowing that you know the best, you know what is the best for each one of us, for our lives. And I pray, Lord, for those who haven't experienced that yet, I pray, Lord, that today would be the beginning of, of, of having clarity, of just knowing that your plan is perfect. You have a perfect plan in place for all of us. And all that we need to do is submit to that plan and give you, give you complete reign over our lives. I just pray that you speak to each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, my message, this is the last message in this series, and it's called Being Able to Submit. Being Able to Submit. We really like the idea of, of, of being in control, of taking things in our own hands, of, of, of having that feel-good factor that I made this decision. This happened because of me. I did it. But I want you to know, I'm sorry to burst the bubble, but I want you to know, nothing in life happens because of you. Nothing in life happens because of you. The Bible is very clear when it says, if you have a relationship with God, if you know God, if you, if you submit to this God, the steps of the righteous are ordained by Him. So I'm sorry, but I had to burst that bubble. Nothing has happened because of you. It's because God has, given, God has been able to give you clarity. God has been able to speak and put in your heart that spirit of discernment to know right from wrong, which is why it enables you to make the decision you need to make. That is God's will for you. And many a times you may think that it is because of me, but I'm sorry it's not because of you. It's because God put it in you first. And God is the one who makes it happen. And like I said, many of us like to be in control. But when we are able to submit, it opens up a completely different world of seeing, step, of seeing things being laid out step by step. When you are in control, there's bound to be confusion. But when you submit completely, when you are able to submit to God, when you are able to submit and understand, this is not God's will for me. I feel this is what God is saying, and I'm going to submit. When you are able to do that, you see things being laid out step by step. It's not confusion, because God is not the author of confusion. God is a perfect God who has a perfect plan in place for each and every one of us. All that we need to do is submit to His will. You know, all of us have moments when we want to hear God's voice or receive some definite sign, whether it's a relationship, a business decision, you know, a career choice or a major expenditure. We all want to hear God's voice. <clears throat> our decisions really do matter because we make our decisions and our decisions turn around and make us. 
You know, we face so many questions. Is it the right time for me to get married? If yes, to whom? I have so many choices. I'm so good friends, a lot more than good friends with a lot of people. God, reveal to me. You know, we want to go to college. We want, we want, we want to, uh, we want to have a successful career. God, which is the line that you want me to go in? What should I do? I've got a new job, but, I've al- but I already have a good job. God, should I leave this job and take the new job? We all want to hear God's voice. You know, we all want to hear God's voice. You know, there are people, there are people who are interested in me. They got my CV. You know, I've been headhunted, but I've really got, I, I really got something that I'm very happy with right now. What do I do? We all want some kind of direction. All of us, still our very last day on this earth, will need some kind of direction or the other. At every given point in life. You know, and it leads me to share a very important principle. This all, I mean, I've said all of this just, just so that I can share this very important principle with you. That God wants you to know His will more than you want to know it. God wants you to know His will more than you want to know it. Therefore, He takes personal responsibility. He takes personal responsibility to see that you discover it. He takes personal responsibility to see that you discover it. You know, knowing God's will is ultimately God's problem, not yours. What do I mean by that? When you are able to let go and submit completely to God, you can be rest assured that God knows best. I said that God is a perfect God. You know, many a times when we give, when we hand over responsibility, okay, now just for an example, I'm handing over responsibility to win. Okay, in my head, it's an important thing to do. In my head, I'm trying to figure out, will Wayne be able to execute it? This is an example, okay? I know what Wayne is capable of. But in my, in my head, I'm like, will Wayne be able to do it? At times, I'll have sleep, I'll have, you know, a sleepless night. You know, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing by giving Wayne to do it? Should I have given it to someone else? That's human nature. But when you are able to submit to God completely, you can be rest assured that there's not going to be any form of tension. Because He knows best. God knows what needs to be worked out for your life before you do. God knows what needs to be done for your life, for your family, for everything entrusted to you before you do. That's why knowing God's will is God's problem. Ultimately, it's not yours. All that you need to do is trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Be able to give completely. Let me suggest what that really means. He can put you exactly where He wants you to be. He can arrange all the details years in advance. He can open doors that seem shut. Right now, if a door has been shut for a while, God is more than able to open back that door so that you can enter in and experience the blessing that you desire for in your life. Every door that's shut now, 
God is more than able to open up a new door or God is more than able to open up the door that's shut. He can remove any obstacle that stands in your way. He can take your choice and fit them into his plan so that you end up at the right place at just the right time. He can even take your mistakes and bring good out of them. And he does it so well. He can take tragedy and use it for your good and his glory. All he needs, in, all he needs, in fact, the only thing he needs or the only thing he requires is a willing heart. Is a willing heart. He just needs you to cooperate with him. He will never force you to do something. He just needs you to cooperate with him. This doesn't mean that you won't have to make decisions, but it does take the pressure off. It does take the pressure off because it means that you can trust God to take your decisions and use them to accomplish His will in your life. You know, while reading through Proverbs, I was struck with the strong emphasis on the sovereignty of God over our personal decisions. And I just want us to take a look at two quick verses. I, I just want to take a look at two verses quickly. I just want us to take a look at two verses quickly to help us see how God works in, with, through, and sometimes in spite of our decisions to accomplish His will in us. Proverbs 69 says, In his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. If, you, if, if you've got the physical Bible, not the digital one, I think you can do it with the digital one as well. Yes, you can. Yes. I'd like you to underline the word determines. It doesn't say that God directs its step. It doesn't say that God directs his steps, although in Proverbs 3, verse 6, it does, but rather that God determines his steps, his or her steps. It's a very strong word that speaks of God's control of every detail in the universe. Perhaps you've heard, you've heard the saying, man proposes, but God disposes. You can make all your plans. In fact, you can have your, you can have your life mapped out step by step, but in the end, God determines every step you take. Another verse, Proverbs 19, verse 21. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Let me give you a paraphrase of this verse. You can make all the plans you like, but God gets the last word. That's the only way I could think of paraphrasing this. You can make all the plans you like, but in the end, God gets the last word. His purpose always prevails. Some translations say that God's purpose shall stand. Most of our plans don't stand. They are like leaves that blow away in the wind. But when God determines to do something, it is going to happen. It is going to happen. When you are finished, okay, you can make all the long, you can make all your long-range plans. Now listen, it's really good to make plans, okay? It's really good to plan ahead. But you plan ahead first by seeking God. 
That's the best way to go. Rather than planning and spending all of that time trying to figure out what you're going to do over the next five or ten years and then see each one of it falling one by one. The easiest thing to do is first go to God and God is more than able to give you a five-year, ten-year, fifteen-year plan. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything or something. All things will be added to you. Everything will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. So like I was saying, you can make your long-term plans, 10-year goals, personal objectives. But just remember this. When you have finished, God always gets the last word. God always gets the last word. You know, I want to share the rule of the spiritual life. The first rule of, spiritual, of, of this walk that we are walking with God. And we really need to remember this. He's God and we are not. He's God and we are not. If you understand this, you'll be okay. You'll be absolutely fine. If you forget this, you will walk in continual confusion. This is where all spiritual understanding must begin. When we forget that rule, we think we're in control of our own life and everything depends on us. So we obsess, we try to control everything and everyone around us, we worry over all our decisions and we, and we spend hours fussing over the details of life. But what a relief to realize that God is God and you are not. You don't have to play God anymore. You don't have to try to control everything or everyone around you. You can sleep well when you know that God is God and you are not. You know, a person that I really like, uh, uh, I've really been so encouraged reading about her life. Her name is Cory Ten Boom. You know, one night she was having trouble uh, sleeping because she was so afraid about the affairs of her life. What's going to happen? How's it going to play out, what, you know, things falling in place and all of those things. She was so worried about all of that. And she tried praying, but she, it, it didn't help. She couldn't sleep. Finally, she felt the Lord say to her, go to sleep, Corey. I'm going to be up all night anyway. Go to sleep, Corey. I'm going to be up all night anyway. You know, I just want to wrap up this message by sharing four practical principles, simple principles that would be able to help you seek God's will. The first is use all your understanding to make wise decisions. Use all your understanding to make wise decisions. Sometimes people talk to you as if you shouldn't, uh, some, sometimes people talk to you as if you shouldn't use your brain. You shouldn't use your brain at all. And you should just wait for some mystical sign from God. You know, I know the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. You know, when it says that in Proverbs 3 verse 5. But that doesn't mean to throw your brain away either. It doesn't mean to throw away your brain. It simply means that after doing all your research on a given decision, submit it to God and ask for His help. 
If you need to make a major decision, don't wait. Now this can happen. I'm not saying that cannot happen. But if you need to make a decision, don't wait for the angels to knock on your door with a placard saying, this is the right decision. No, don't wait for that. Someone might just hear, someone might, someone probably is just hearing me right now in the congregation and will play a prank on you. And you may think, this person standing outside my door in a white kandura with a horn and a placard is an angel. I did something like that in Bible college, okay? I'm sorry. But listen, now God is more than able to answer and meet you supernaturally. But don't wait for something like that. You need to take a step of faith. Use all your understanding to make wise decisions. Use your head to study the situation, gather the facts, talk to your friends, seek godly counsel, and then submit it all to the Lord. He may tell you, this is great, go ahead. Or he may say, to change around a couple of things. Or he may say, no. But at least you know that you're using your understanding to make wise decisions. Eventually, it all boils down to this. Whatever you do, whatever you decide, everything needs to be taken to God. Everything needs to be taken to God. The second thing, very quickly, I want to say is this. Since you can't know the future, you rarely have 100% certainty about most decisions. That's a fact. Since you can't know the future, you rarely have 100% certainty about most decisions. This is perhaps our greatest stumbling block because we want 100% certainty. But in a fallen world, that's hard to come by. Many people believe they must be 100% certain of God's will before they make a decision. Now, I can understand your thinking. I can understand people's thinking concerning this. After all, if you're facing a life, uh, if you're facing a life-changing decision, whether it's a marriage, whether it's, uh, whether it's a, a move across, across the world, whether it's a new career, which college to attend, whether or not, whether or not you need to go through chemotherapy, you want to know in advance, you want to know in advance, beyond any doubt that you are doing what God wants you to do. This is life. And certain, deci certain decisions like this, you want to know exactly, I know that I know that I know this is from God. You want to know in advance. All too often that leaves us paralyzed by an inability to make up our minds. Some decisions are so important that they can't be left to chance. You know, as the popular, as, uh, as the popular saying goes, when in doubt, don't. When in doubt, don't. And I always say this, if you need to make a decision, allow the peace of God to be your guide. If you have 99% peace and one person you're feeling, no, I don't think, I would say don't. Let the peace of God be your guide 100% in doing what you feel you need to do. If you aren't sure about the new job, don't take it. Don't make the move. Don't say yes. Don't make any decision with less than total certainty. But again, that's true in some cases. 
But is that good advice? Is it realistic? Is that the way God normally works? Did Noah know all about the flood? No, but he built the ark anyway. Did Abraham have a roadmap? No, but he left Ur of the Chaldees anyway. Did Moses understand what it meant to lead God's people out of Egypt? No, but he said yes when the Lord called him. Did Joshua know how the walls were going to come tumbling down? No. He thought what he was doing was foolish, but he, but he marched around Jericho anyway. Did Gideon fully grasp God's plan to defeat the Midianites? No. He doubted it from the very beginning, but God delivered his people anyway. Did young David have a clue of what was to come when Samuel said to Jesse, this is the one? No. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon him anyway. Did Jehoshaphat know how God was going to defeat the Ammonites? No. But he put the singers in front of the army and sent them out to battle anyway. Now we can go through a hundred other examples from the Bible. Did the Hebrew children know how they're going to be delivered? Was Daniel totally sure the lions would welcome him, dropping in on them? Did Peter know that he could walk on water? Did Paul know what would happen when he finally got to Rome? The answer is always no. The life of faith, the life of faith means living with uncertainty even in the midst of doing God's will. Living with uncertainty even in the midst of doing God's will. That's the whole point of Hebrews 11. You know, too many people refuse to go forward because they are waiting for 100% certainty. And it leads me to this important observation. It is rarely God's will to give you 100% certainty before you make an important decision. It is rarely God's will to give you 100% certainty before you make an important decision. The third and second last thing that I want to say this afternoon is God wants guidable people who will trust Him with the details of life. Guidable people look to God and not to themselves. That is, they understand after they've done all that they can, it is the, Lord, it, it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Like young Samuel, they say, Speak, Lord, for your servant years. Like Isaiah, they cry out, Here I am, Lord, send me. Like Jesus, they pray, Not my will, but your will be done. I want to share a secret with you. Guidable people always receive guidance from God. Why? Because God always speaks loud enough for a willing year to year. God always speaks loud enough for a willing year to year. The question this afternoon is, are you a guidable Christian? Or do you still feel like you need to be in the driver's seat of life? If you are struggling with this, let me suggest two simple prayers for you to pray. Lord, let your will be done, even if it means that my will is not done. Let your will be done, even if it means that my will is not done. The second one is, Lord, right now I'm not sure I want to do your will, but I'm willing to be made willing. 
do whatever is necessary to change my heart. Lord, right now, I'm not sure. I'm being very honest with you, okay? I've been in this place. I've been in this place. I'm not sure I want to do your will, but I'm willing to be made willing. Do whatever is necessary to change my heart. This is a prayer that along these lines that has really helped me understand how to submit. And I want to encourage you to be able to do the same. The last point that I want to say this afternoon is when the time comes, make the best decision you can and leave the rest to God. Make, this, make the best decision you can and leave the rest to God. You know, remember what I said. God is God and you are not. God knows way better than you. Trust God. Trust God with your heart, with your plans, with your desires, and know that he has the best in store for you. Whatever it is that needs to be done for your life, be rest assured that God has a perfect plan in place. Make the best decision you can and leave the rest to God. God wants to take you far and above than what you have imagined your life to be like. God wants to surprise you every step of the way. He wants to journey with you. He wants to hold your hand along the journey. He wants you to explore things. He wants you to be on this adventure with Him, not without Him. It's safer to be on this adventure with Him and face problems and difficulty than be on this adventure without Him and face problems and difficulty. Because in the former, when you face problems and difficulty, with him, he'll not, he's not only able of wiping those problems and taking those obstacles out of your life, he's more than able to lead you and guide you through the problem and bring you, through your, bring you to your place of breakthrough. I'm going to close with this. I said this week before last. The secret to knowing God's will is knowing God and having a relationship with Him. If today you are saying, God, I've been in control far too long of my own life. I've been in control. I've been trying to make decisions without seeking you when I know that that should have been the right thing to do. I've been trying and trying and trying. And if you are saying today, God, help me. I'm willing to be made willing. If you are that person and you are saying, God, I want to submit everything to you completely. I want to know what's your best for my life. All eyes closed. Just raise your hand and I want to pray for you. Just raise your hand and I want to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Father, I stand over here along with my brothers and my sisters, my friends. And I pray, Lord, that even as they've raised their hands, you would help them along the way. You would help them to understand and know that you have the best in store for us. You would help them to understand and know that you already have things set in place, things that are good, things that are great, things that are perfect. And so, Lord, even as they've raised their hands, I pray, Father God, that from today, they'd be able to submit completely to you 
knowing that you're not only going to direct them and bring them to their destiny, but you're going to be with them along the journey every step of the way. And that's what's going to make it easier. I thank you, Lord, for each and every person who raised, up, who raised their hand. I pray a blessing over them. And uh, can everyone rise up? Can everyone stand? Lord, I also want to pray for every other person, every family represented in this congregation. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for this series. And as we navigate through life, day after day, week after week, I pray, Lord, that not just for the people who raise their hands, but for each one of us, we will be able to submit to your perfect will. We will be able to entrust everything to your hands. We will be able to say, God, not my will, but let your will be done in my life, my workplace, my business, my job, my health, everything. In everything, let your will be done. And Father, I pray that every person would have a phenomenal week. Signs and wonders, breakthrough and victory. We just pray, Lord, for a really special week for every person. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen, amen, amen.